1: Who are you? Why did you bake a pie?
0: (laughs) Not like from scratch. We just bought a pie and baked it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, But even that felt weird. I was like, it is not the holidays. What am I doing buying (laughs) pie? Who am I? Was it on sale? No.
1: What kind of pie?
0: Razzleberry. What? It's good.
1: Are you addicted to pie? Do we need to talk about it? I'm not. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. I'm Josh. And together we make up the Random Theory.
0: And explore the unknown. Yeah. In the world around you. <laughs> I don't know why I went into like a, a movie trailer voice thing. okay. In a world.
1: In a world where you can
0: be Doug the Gourd. Doug the Gourd?
1: Yeah, remember he's not a potato. Man, why do you bring that up? I know. You, you got to be You og- brought the vibe down I so know. far. I know. You, you got to go. be OG to get that joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to uh 2021 year
1: Science, review. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, man. Yeah, that's an old joke.
1: It's a real old joke.
0: Dude, we have uh, been doing it that long that we have real old jokes.
1: We have inside jokes.
0: Yeah. Amazing. Crazy. How you been? Uh, I've been good. Um, we had a whole pie talk before this. I made a pie. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm just,
1: just I'm. I just wanna. I just am flab. I don't even have words. I'm just <laughs> flabbergasted that you just were like I'm gonna bake a pie. Just straight up
0: made a pie. Listen, last night I did some grocery <laughs> shopping, so we were figuring out okay, what are we gonna eat for dinner? And then we wanted something sweet,
1: not ice cream, uh, not uh, a cookie.
0: It was a pie.
1: <laughs> I love that for you.
0: I will say it was not cheap. I feel like they should have been cheaper now. Yeah. 'Cause it's like it's like buying it's off season. Christmas off decorations season. in January. <laughs> I hit the off season pie market. Speaking uh,
1: of off season, I'm trying to sell my Christmas tree in New York. So sell if it. you yeah, we bought we didn't really think it through like fake tree? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great Christmas tree. It's from Home Depot.
0: It's a nice looking tree. It's a
1: good tree. I'll send you pictures.
0: Watch, and like, watch like the last four episodes yeah, of the podcast. It's yeah, in it. <laughs> it's
1: literally in it. It's a great tree. So if you're in the market for a Christmas tree, for whatever reason, yeah. I got one for you. Wow. Should we get into some rating and reviews? Uh,
0: I think so, yeah. I have an unconventional one today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this one.
0: It is... You can get some paper sound. Yeah, yeah. For the people on video, you can <laughs> see what I'm holding. Uh, it is an actual written... Uh, review
1: which is so sweet
0: so sweet we don't have the name though unfortunately
1: yeah i think the envelope was thrown away
0: the envelope contained probably the name but we did not keep the envelope no sorry really so sorry.
1: but if you wrote in <laughs> this one's from you and like it, literally wrote in
0: it is li- it is literally like a rating and review on apple Podcasts, but somebody just wrote it in and it's i okay. assume based on the handwriting it uh, may a younger fan probably go 10 which is great. Yeah. That's great. So they said, Dear T-Core, I love your podcast. I will even sleep to it. Mm. People have said that a lot. And I. Does
1: that mean we're boring?
0: I don't know. Or yeah. do people
1: just like listen to podcasts to sleep?
0: I know that's a thing. And I used to do that occasionally, but I listened to like boring podcast
1: i feel like maybe it's kind of how like i sleep with netflix on It's
0: just something yeah they continued i just wanted to say keep up the good work and joke here's the joke okay which again <laughs> included a joke that's pretty great um i would have liked if they would have drawn some like emojis but you know they're break. an OG
1: fan throwing a joke they in threw there. in a joke yeah
0: okay what did the robot say to captain america what captcha america <laughs> That's pretty good. That's really that good. That was a good one. Man, I hate captures They're so annoying, but that was a good joke.
1: That was good. That was good. Yeah. I like it.
0: Thank you for whoever wrote that in. We're sorry we threw away the envelope.
1: We do love you.
0: If you're listening and you recognize that and you want to like email us at randomtheorypod at gmail.com and let us know, we'll give you a shout out. Thank you so much for literally physically writing that in. That
1: was so cute. I love it. Uh, My rating and review is the podcast topic for today.
0: do we are on a roll with.
1: You guys have had some super yeah. solid things that you wanted to learn about. And I love it.
0: Every single one, right? Yeah. This year so far, yeah. I think? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And my goal is to keep doing that. So if you are curious about a random thing in the world, leave it in a rating and review. Send us an email at
0: randomtheorypod at gmail.com.
1: Thank you. And we'll get you guys on the list. Yeah. I love this. I think it's so fun because as a community, we're curious and we're learning together. Yeah, it's great. So they said, love you guys so much. And it's like with a little soft smile.
0: Who's this rating review from? Uh,
1: it is from Cole5636. Six, six. Okay. They said, please do a podcast about how and why addiction happens. I'm 10 years old. OGRT. I'm from Washington. Woo.
0: Um, before we get into it. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, in addition to the rating review, which is great, it really helps us out. Also, make sure you're subscribed to the show. Yes, Uh, the Hit that purple subscribe button. Um, That also really helps us out. Um, Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, but you have an iPhone with (laughs) Apple Podcasts, maybe jump over there, hit the subscribe button you can bounce back to wherever you actually consume the podcast that also really helps in addition to the ratings and reviews it, it helps the show so please do that thank you yes. That's
1: yes <laughs> yes please please subscribe
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either
1: big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it Every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited
1: time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other
0: offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. What a great rating review.
1: Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. Um, Colt, thank you so much for writing in and being curious about this topic. Totally. It's a very curious and interesting topic.
0: Yeah, I'm fascinated because I don't really think, you know, people talk about either they have like an addictive personality or, you know, that runs in the family or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, I'm very interested in this.
1: It's actually something I'm glad we're talking about because there is science behind this. There is a conversation to be had about it. And I think it's also something that if you are going to partake in drinking or anything else, I think it's important to know if you have addiction that runs in your family or if you have an addictive personality and just knowing that about yourself and like asking questions about your family history. Like for me, I know that, uh, addiction does run in my family. Like it runs very heavily in my family. Yeah. And so that's something that I'm like very cognizant about Anytime that I'm out, which I'm 25 years old in case any of you guys didn't know that. (laughs) Like I'm okay to go out and like socially drink. Sure. I, am very cognizant about it and very careful yeah. because like I know I have an addictive personality. Right. Like I love going to the gym. I love how that feels for me. Like I, mm. I crave that feeling. Yeah. So for me, like I know that it's something within me. So I, I very much have limits for myself uh, and I think that's important. Like yeah, that's so. an important conversation to have with your family and being honest and transparent about it and not being ashamed of it.
0: I think so too. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like obviously, you know depending on whatever your beliefs are yeah on you know like say alcohol consumption or whatever yeah it depends on what you believe but like if that is something that is okay with you then yeah you should still be cognizant of of what that's doing to you and mentally physically and you know yeah what what family history do you have in regards to that Mm -hmm. and and things like that because yeah otherwise you're just like irresponsibly consuming something that could be very detrimental to you yeah
1: addiction is a complex chronic disease that affects the brain and occurs due to many different underlying causes so scientific research around the world continues to identify various risk factors such as genetic and environments which contribute to the development of an addiction however the cause of addiction is still not fully understood
0: Yeah, another, again, another brain, -brain semi-brain-related podcast that has the footnote of not fully understood.
1: (laughs) Still continuing to do research. Yeah. So understanding more about what causes addiction may help you or a loved one uh, prevent the development of an addiction. And to help us better understand the nature of addiction, we're going to look at how your genes affect the development of addiction, how your environmental factors affect addiction, and ways to help prevent addiction.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, so addiction is also known as substance use disorder or SUD.
0: Sud. Sud. Yeah. The suds. The suds. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Is that what that episode's about? I don't even remember what happens in that episode now. But they go SpongeBob gets the suds. SpongeBob gets the suds. He goes and gets cleaned.
1: (laughs) SpongeBob gets the suds and he has to go get clean.
0: Oh my gosh. That's absolutely it's like him going to like a rehab place. Yeah. For anyone that does not know what we're talking about, there's an episode of SpongeBob. Grace and I are big SpongeBob. We fans. love SpongeBob. Love SpongeBob. <laughs> there's an episode, an old episode, when they get a disease called the Suds. Yeah. And yeah, the, then they go to like a special doctor to get clean or get clear from the Suds. Yeah. Wow. If that's what that is actually about, that it is has like to a. Be. They really like snuck that by. I always just thought because he's a sponge, it yeah. was like soap suds. Yeah. But. That doesn't, I mean, that doesn't really make, like, what is that? That doesn't make sense. What are the SUDs?
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. Wow.
1: Now that we are both mind blown, um, SUDs is a relapsing disorder that involves compulsive drug or alcohol use, uh, meaning the individual is unable to cut back or quit even when it negatively impacts a person's life. Mm. Like other chronic illnesses or diseases, addiction is treatable with a tailored combination of medication and behavioral therapists uh, that meet a person's needs. It's still unclear what specifically causes addiction because every risk factor varies between individuals.
0: Right. Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone- reacts to something differently right so
1: that's something to keep in mind for later in this in the podcast but scientific research does show that a person has more risk factor like some people have more risk factors for addiction than others okay so the following uh risk factors for addiction are aggressive behavior uh, in childhood neglect from parents or guardians experimenting with drugs and other substances having access to drugs at school peer pressure and poverty in the community
0: yeah, that's in- that's very interesting. It's
1: super me, interesting. And I just kind of wanted to get the basics out of the way. Like, okay. that's what it- addiction is. That's what it does. So let's talk about genetics and substance addiction. Okay. Genetics look at how and why certain traits are passed from parent to child. We have done a whole podcast about...
0: Just came out. Yeah, genetics. I, today, while we were while we were recording this, yeah, it came Monday, out
1: January sixteenth. So if you want like a lowdown on genetics, go listen to that podcast. It was
0: a dense, yeah, boy. It
1: was all about like I think we titled it episode sixty two. Can twins actually read each other's minds?
0: Yeah, we go all in on like familial brain similarities and genetics yeah. and how that all works. So stuff. go
1: give that a listen if you want. Yeah. A big lowdown. So although genetics play a role in defining a person's trait, environmental factors also impact those traits. And environmental influences can even alter a trait. So addiction is considered moderately to highly heritable, meaning that a gene can play a significant role in addiction, especially the closer the genetic relationship. So, in other words, that means people who have a first-degree relative, so, like, a parent, a child, a sibling, who struggle with addiction may have an increased risk of developing an addiction themselves.
0: Right. And that's, like, what we were talking about at the beginning there, where it's, like, yeah, if you know in your family, like you were saying, in your family that is a thing, then it's very likely to be a thing for you.
1: Right. Right. So when scientists look for addiction genes, "quote unquote," what they're really looking for are biological differences that may make a person more or less vulnerable to addiction. Okay. So every person across the whole world responds to drugs and medications differently. Yeah. I'm highly allergic to sulfur-based drugs and penicillin.
0: I'm not allergic to penicillin, but uh I break out in
1: hives all over my body. For
0: sure now. Yes. Like you know that? Yes for me mine is there's two one of them is Uh sulfur sulfur yeah sulfur based drugs but everything is from when i was a child and so it's kind of one of those things where like it happened once when i was a baby Mm -hmm. and so now it's like well i don't know who knows but also don't really want to risk it
1: yeah i am still allergic to sulfur or sulfur based drugs that one i don't even mess with penicillin i don't know anymore it was when i was younger that i was allergic to it yeah but now i i don't know but i still don't even want to try or mess with it but yeah sulfur-based drugs it happened in high school actually i got a z-pack oh and a z-pack is basically a very high dosage of antibiotics um to help you fight whatever it is, it's only like five days, yeah, or something like that. Maybe even it's less I think than it's five that. Days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the dosage was so high that like this might be TMI, but like my intestinal <laughs> wall was shedding.
0: Oh my goodness! Like
1: along with like hives all over my body. Oh. it was awful.
0: Yikes! Like actually, I just remembered, and this kind of goes along with what we're talking about here. Uh, the sulfa um allergy. That I have technically Mm -hmm. is not even, I don't actually have it. That was a different medication that I had a reaction to. I can't remember what it's called, but the sulfa thing is because my dad and brother have had very bad reactions to it.
1: Oh, really? And
0: so doctors recommended, like to my mom, hey, just don't, probably don't want to give him that because he probably is as well.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: So, yeah. And I don't think I've ever had like a sulfa based thing
1: yeah thankfully there's so many ways like around it now
0: yeah like there's never really yeah. been a thing that i've needed that i can't take so
1: yeah so like we just talked about so differences like these are often caused by differences in genes,
0: which we all have yes yeah
1: everyone's got jeans everyone's, everyone's got everyone's... a different pair of jeans yes on. yeah we all got different genes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> So when scientists hunt for addiction-related genes, they're looking for a genetic variation uh, associated with these types of responses. A vulnerable person may have a high preference for a particular substance or experience extreme withdrawal symptoms if they try to quit. On the other hand, a person is less vulnerable if they feel no pleasure from a drug that makes others euphoric.
0: Either you feel it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So drug addiction causes like genetics vary from drug to drug, like we just talked about earlier. Even though these are, this is talking about like drug drugs, like hard drugs, hard drugs. not just like.
0: Not like oh, I'm sick. Please give give me, me an antibiotic. Give me an antibiotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, there is still no definitive link between genes and drugs. Scientists have made some interesting discoveries. One found that risk for cannabis use disorder may have a strong genetic component. So additionally, scientists have found over 400 locations in the human genome that may influence activities like smoking or alcohol use. This means that scientists may be getting close to trying to identifying certain clusters of genes that contribute to a person developing an addiction.
0: I saw a news article the other day that made me so sad. um, Oh, I'm so sorry. That smoking is back on the rise did you have smoking you seen cigarettes that? yeah smoking cigarettes
1: i believe it people in new york city still smoke yeah like no other
0: it was saying like it was saying that it, it was on the decline yeah. especially because you know in er, when like early 2000s or late 90s stuff started getting banned you couldn't yeah. smoke in places and they put a big tax on it and stuff like that so it was on the decline but then it looks like with the uh, invention and common use of- Vaping. Like vaping, things like that, uh, e-cigarettes, it is on the rise again.
1: Listen, the soapbox for me today, don't use it. Don't do it. Don't even use it. No. I don't care if you are smoking weed, a cigarette. Like I get it if you're using cannabis- medicinally yes medical purposes sure Sure. i am so okay with that if you are prescribed by a doctor that is so chill with me
0: and well and even like there's there's um you know certain certain types types, yes like you know people use it for anxiety or or even like a sleep aid yeah great
1: totally fine with that great but for me you are messing and uh, this might really tick some people off okay you are messing with your lungs yeah the thing that is allowing you to breathe yeah you are doing that to yourself by smoking vapes, smoking cigarettes, yeah. smoking like anything. It is smoke going into your body. There is a reason that when you are crawling through a house that is on fire, you are supposed to get low and not breathe into smoke. You will yeah. damage your lungs. Breathing in any kind of smoke second hand, first hand, whatever it may be, you are destroying your lungs. You're yeah. destroying yourself. You're you're literally taking years off your life. Sorry. That is my hot take. <laughs> if you smoke, stop. It's an addiction. You and don't need it. if you're thinking it. about it, never,
0: never don't start. Don't do it. Never start. Yeah. That-
1: don't do it. It's the best thing you will ever mm-hmm. do for yourself is Absolutely. don't ever do it.
0: Nicotine cigarettes are, there's nothing, like just- there's there is nothing there. rat
1: poison in cigarettes. And you can't tell me like that's okay.
0: <laughs> well, none, yeah, it's like literally <laughs> not nothing is okay about them. Like, but I've seen even, you know, I've seen the argument for cannabis. Yeah. The issue there, and this is something like I vividly remem- have held on to this knowledge because the name of the thing in your lungs is similar to my last name. And so that's why I've held this on. But there's a thing in your lungs called the alveoli. Mm. And that is the thing that converts uh, oxygen to blood oxygen. Gotcha. And that's how it works. That is meant to accept oxygen. So even if you're s- smoking cannabis and, yeah, you're receiving that benefit, you are still putting smoke in your l- in your yes. lungs that is not supposed to be there. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, at the end of the day, it's still causing harm.
1: There's a reason you cough
0: yeah like even it, it's yeah it's not as much harm as you know people that vape or whatever. It's not as much harm as smoking a cigarette because that's just straight poison, yeah, but it's still causing harm, yeah, um, and so yeah it's just it, just don't do it, just, just don't, don't do, do it. it my <laughs> advice
1: to anyone that is young listening to this podcast, just don't do it, don't get involved yeah. in it in it. It's not cool, yeah, it doesn't make you any better of a person. Like no. just stay away from it. Stay on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Stay focused on your goals. Just don't get involved in it. Just yeah. don't.
0: There's sorry, a sorry, great... that's my
1: soapbox for today. <laughs> like it just makes Oscar me so sad and like makes me like so upset. Yeah. Like when people feel pressured to try something. Yeah. Because they think it's cool. Sure. It's not. It's not cool. It's
0: not cool and it, it... doesn't
1: make you look cool. It makes you look like an idiot.
0: Well, and and in, you know, 10 years from now you're really not gonna be cool yeah you're really
1: not gonna be cool and
0: when you know in however many years from now when you're dying of lung cancer or throat cancer or whatever yeah you're really not gonna be cool do not do it
1: no don't do it like if i can be anything if i can be the little voice in your head like if you see something i'm happy about that yeah like You're cooler knowing science facts. Absolutely. You're cooler knowing like random stuff that we're teaching on the podcast. Yeah. That is cooler in the long run than you destroying your lungs and becoming addicted to something. Well, it's
0: certainly not going to kill you. Yeah, this no one... is gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> taking in science facts is not gonna kill you. Ugh. Smoking a cigarette, probably definitely is eventually. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely walks you closer. Sorry yeah. if you smoke. Sorry if sorry. like that upset you, but that is just my soapbox.
0: Yeah, I. It also, like I said, that when I saw that news article, it made me very sad that it was on the rise.
1: Maybe that's why New York is running all those ads right now.
0: Are they doing like anti-smoking ads?
1: Yes, and it is heart-wrenching. It's worse than eyes of an angel adoption oh, sure. adopt the dog video yeah, thing it's yeah, this yeah. little kid singing this song and it's this kid watching his mom smoke oh. and then next thing you know she's in the hospital oh, and sure. she's lost all her hair because she has cancer sure. and then it's this kid just alone Oh, and i'm just like rough. and new york is offering free help for these people oh, to get really? nicotine patches and okay. to help them like stop smoking rehabilitate yes it. Yeah, yeah. which like there are ways to get help sure just don't pick up a cigarette
0: well um, yeah but if you have yeah there are, there's ways to get there help. are ways yeah. but yeah
1: maybe that's why i've seen so many of those in new york
0: because
1: smoking's back Cause on the, rest. Back that's on the so rise that's so sad it i hate is. that that is really sad yeah it was a dang so after after our soapbox uh, yeah. a history of mental health disorders in a family or a person may also play a role in addiction
0: right like we talked yes yeah
1: finding the gene involved in addiction is a good first step to finding a solution yeah and understanding how genes cause biological differences can lead to improved treatment for substance use disorder
0: which that's great
1: it's amazing
0: to me like if they can perfect that that's awesome because Yeah. yeah everyone is different so it's like you know what we were just talking about like people that smoke cigarettes you know getting a nicotine patch or whatever Obviously, like the nicotine patch will work for one person, but then maybe this person needs the gum or yeah. whatever. So, it's like a
1: therapist. Not yeah, every therapist is Not everyone's going to work. Yeah.
0: So yeah. being able to like pinpoint and being like, oh, this will work for mm-hmm. this person. That's really great.
1: So each new addiction related gene discovered is a potential quote unquote drug target. So researchers can focus on the gene uh, product or protein and develop a drug to modify its activity. The goal is to correct signals or pathways and restore proper brain function, okay. because that's what addiction is. It's yeah. it's a miswiring in the brain yeah. that you have to rewire. Yeah, and whether that's going cold turkey, whether that is just cutting it off, whether that's like using the doing new, something else. Yeah, or,
0: and the, yeah, but it is. Yeah, it's literally uh, misfiring brain signals. Mm-hmm that have to be fixed
1: so here is what is very fascinating this my sister is actually going to school for which is genetic therapy okay so genetic therapies are also being developed to treat addiction okay so my sister is going to school for genetic therapy it's what she's going to grad school for so one gene therapy being tested in mice generates antibodies that trap methamphetamine which is meth uh and prevent it from reaching the brain In another, mice transplanted with genetically modified skin cells make an enzyme that degrades cocaine. Wow. So as we understand more about the medication effect and how it varies from person to person, genetic tests uh, may inform treatment. Long-term, they may be used to predict which treatments are likely to be most effective based on an individual's genetic profile. Yeah. This feels like one of those moments where we're like, something good is coming out of science yeah feeling hopeful for yeah. the future
0: yeah absolutely that yeah somebody addicted to meth or cocaine and they're able to give them a medication that yeah stops stops it from hitting their brain like that's crazy yeah. that's awesome and
1: allows them to like heal go to therapy mm. figure it out yeah and- that's
0: literally like taking away what i would assume is an inhibitor. Pro- well, and it's probably like the hardest part of like kicking the habit, yeah. right? Of that, like the moment where it still has the hold on you, but you have to like fight it. And yes, but if you can just take a a pill that gets rid of that hold on you, yeah. And then yeah, because to- imagine
1: like you go. So if you're doing cocaine, like you're, say you take that pill in the morning. Yeah. You're addicted to cocaine. Yeah. You go to do cocaine. That cocaine's not going to do anything to it's you now. Do anything to you. Like it's stupid it's nothing yeah yeah it's yeah. literally this it's stupid
0: yeah so then it doesn't have that hold on you yeah anymore.
1: so let's talk about environmental causes of addiction okay because this is something that's also this is big this is this is big besides your genetics and we've talked about this before we even talked about it in the gen- genetics podcast your genetics only take you so far before it is Also, your environment that makes an impact. Because like we talked about in the beginning, your environment can impact your genes and change traits within you. So a person's environment or the people, places, and things that they're exposed to may also influence whether they developed an an addiction. So aspects of a person's environment that may play a role in the development of alcohol and drug addiction include, of course, number one, peer pressure.
0: The big one. Yes. Yeah.
1: Friends are significant in adolescents' lives. Yeah. Your friends help shape you into who you are going to be.
0: Very important. The people so, you surround yourself with are very important.
1: So important. Uh, so peers may expose adolescents to drugs and influence their beliefs on what is right and wrong. Yeah. You know in your core and in your gut what is right and wrong. True. And I will stand by that until the cows come home. Yeah. You know what is right and wrong
0: deep down yes absolutely and then i feel like you also know deep down when something is presented to you that is not like you yes. know that if if a friend came up to you and said hey man try this thing yeah you know that's off yep but it's just it's a matter of of listening to that gut feeling and mm-hmm. and telling that person that is supposed to be your friend telling him no yeah Which is hard.
1: And it is hard because then you don't know if they're going to say, oh, come on, man. Like, it's just one time. It's It's just one thing. It's just don't be a wimp about it. And it's you like it's hard to stand on your own in that moment and be confident in the person that you are.
0: And I would say, like, it's hard to stand up to your friend. Like, if this person is supposed to be your friend, it's hard to then all of a sudden fight them, you know, like. And say no. And say no. Yeah when you're like but no but they're they're my friend they wouldn't do anything that would mm-hmm. hurt me mm-hmm. but unfortunately that might not be the case and so yeah. that's when you know again we we weren't going to soapbox but that's <laughs> when it, it's important to look at the people you are surrounded by yeah. the people who you who you spend time with and are affecting you you know take a good hard look at those people and say like are yeah. they good for me
1: i will be completely honest because i think it's important. Like. I had a group of friends in high school that they were my best friends. Like they were my closest group of friends and they all started experimenting and that wasn't for me. Yeah, And I very much just like knew when to steer clear and they knew that I wasn't about it. And, you know, like I wasn't going to tell them like, Hey, you're making a mistake, but Because that's not my job. I'm in charge of me. Right. right. I can only be in charge of me. Right. And I could have gone down like a very different path than what I did. And like I'm thankful that I was confident enough in myself to say no. Right. Because that's important.
0: Yeah. I mean, life changing. Yeah. So
1: don't be afraid to say no. It does not mean you are a weaker person. It honestly makes you stronger.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The thing too there and this I don't know if this helps. It helps me, you know, in a moment like that it's so important to not be short-sighted. Like think about the long-term of that. Mm -hmm. Like like we were talking about with cigarettes, you know, and smoking cigarettes. It's like, okay, starting it now might make you cool in this exact little moment with this little group of people. Yeah. But if you think long-term, in 20 years, you might have lung cancer and die. Yeah. So it's like, it's so important to in that moment say you know yeah saying no might make me seem lame or whatever right right now but in 20 years i'm not gonna be addicted to cigarettes or i'm not gonna be an alcoholic i'm gonna be able to run
1: around my kids in the yard exactly and not be winded not be winded and also (laughs) exposing kids to
0: Mm -hmm. secondhand smoke or something you know something terrible Mm -hmm. like that's i think that's huge of just like Stepping back for a brief second in your head and just looking at the big a picture. B- a big picture, yeah, yep. yeah. Mm, sorry, we soapboxed. Soapboxed, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really got, really got on that soapbox that we, so we did. weren't going to. We
1: did. Sorry. Okay. So <laughs> the other one is unstable home environments. So a person may experience uh, various types of abuse at home and other chaotic events, yeah. um, and that can also lead to addiction, which yeah. isn't an, an escape, um, which hurts my heart very much. So. Yeah,
0: I mean a lot of these you know like the peer pressure thing we're talking about is definitely like you it's on you to Mm -hmm. fight against it but that's the unfortunate thing is there are a lot of these that are just like i mean obviously yes you you can still probably do something to hopefully change your your environment but it is understandably just the hardest thing in the world yeah
1: yeah uh and then Parental drug use and criminal activity. So children of parents who use drugs and alcohol, which this is not everyone, um, are involved in criminal activity are at risk of abusing substances. So parents may introduce children to drugs, model negative behavior and create environments that increase stress. Right. Um, Presence of drugs at home and or school. Yeah. At least for me and like my experience, it was school, obviously
0: right well and and, like i think you know the parental drug use and uh, uh, being at home like that does happen i do think that's probably the more extreme case
1: but alcoholism is still a thing
0: sure i think i mean this is specifically talking drugs but yeah i mean alcohol is a big one yeah like that is way more common of you Mm -hmm. know that's at home one you know parental figure might be addicted And that unfortunately gets passed to the children.
1: Because alcoholism is an addiction. Yeah. Like something bad happens. You feel like you need a drink.
0: And then that spirals. Yes. Yeah.
1: Basically exposure to drugs and alcohol can provide additional opportunities for children to experiment and possibly go on to develop an addiction. Um, community attitude and influence if a community accepts substance use it may affect whether an individual develops an addiction and then lastly poor academic achievement can also be a factor um, an environmental cause so if a person isn't performing well in school they may turn to using substances to numb the pain of feeling like they're not succeeding
0: yeah and i feel like that one is like that goes hand in hand with one of the others, right? Like it has to yeah. be, it obviously has to be there
1: mm-hmm. for you to have access to, to it. For you to fall
0: to it. Yeah, yeah. For you to turn to it.
1: So although environmental factors can put children at risk of addiction, uh, protective factors can minimize the risk of addiction. So children who grow up with a good parental support, positive relationships, a sense of community and anti-drug policies at school are able to develop self-control uh, it may be protected from some of the other risk factors for addiction.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's—I will say, like we soapboxed about a ki- being a kid and making good choices. Um, but I'll soapbox for two seconds on being a parent. I'm not a parent, but on if you are a parent, mm-hmm. that my parents did a really good job of we're watching TV as a family and that that anti-drug commercial comes on, it would be like my mom would look at me and she would say, don't do drugs. And I would have to say it back to her every time. Don't do drugs. You know? And <laughs> yeah. every single like the drug uh, assemblies or whatever, then I would bring it home and we would go over it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was just so ingrained of like how, not even like <laughs> that I was like brainwashed into not doing it, but it was more of like, I understood how serious it was. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't, and also like we talked about it. It wasn't like a hidden thing. That's
1: the thing is talking about it. Yeah. Like that's what like we talked about in the beginning. If it is something that is in your family.
0: Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it.
1: Because you have the opportunity to change the narrative. To have a conversation, to be aware and to be cognizant of it.
0: And I think that, T- like talking about it takes some of the wind out of its sails, right? Like it does.
1: It takes the curiosity away. It takes, away. The cu- yeah,
0: it takes because otherwise, a kid's curious and they wonder, and then they're gonna get that information from somewhere that's not good, right? And so, if you talk about it in an open way, then yeah, the you, then your kid is not—they're good. Like they're mm-hmm. not gonna wonder and go ask their friend who happens to be a drug dealer.
1: Well, Cole, I hope we answered your question about addiction, yeah. about why and how, and I hope we also gave you little bit of life knowledge
0: <laughs> i hope i listen i'm sorry if we are like just two idiots spewing knowledge and you, you know whatever but yeah but i will say like cole said he was 10 years old yeah and you and i are in our 20s yep like i do feel like we are good people to be giving advice yeah. to someone at 10 years old because yeah we went through all of our teens and mm-hmm. you know early 20s where all of that stuff is offered up and it's very much in your face, talking about and everything. So,
1: especially living in New York City, I have yeah, huge. been so exposed to so much. Yeah, you walk down the street and you just see people putting a needle in their arm, right? right. Which is heart wrenching and yeah. it is sad. Yeah, and it breaks your heart because, like, you don't know the story of how that person got there, right? But you know that, like. This drug was shown to them, and now they are addicted to the, it. Now their brain is not functioning the way it is supposed to. Now yeah. the re- it has, needs to be rewired. Yeah, and so you can save yourself so much heartache and so much of a challenge that you don't even need to experience in life. Certainly, by not. just saying no.
0: no. Yeah, and just and educating yourself, being aware and just yeah taking a mental note of how serious it is yeah like if you are a young kid you know you might blow it off and be like well, I'm drug, whatever yeah or oh alcohol whatever but it is a very serious thing and should it it warrants that amount of thought yes and consideration yeah um, even if
1: you're 10 16 18 and you think you know it all like you don't.
0: You don't. You don't. Even it, if you're like 40 changes. listening
1: to this podcast, you don't know it all. Like No
0: one knows it all. No. No. We don't know. Any, we n- literally know nothing. Yeah. We learn something new every day. That's why I love this podcast. I love doing this podcast. Yeah. Because I love learning something new. Yes. Every day. And so in the same vein, like you don't know it all. So be open to learning something new. And this is the something new you should learn. Yes.
1: Cole, I'm glad we could like... I don't think Cole really understands the magnitude of the question he asked. because It
0: was a big topic. It
1: is a big topic and it is a really big conversation and it is a really big thing that he trusted us to talk about. And this is also something that could be saving someone's life right now.
0: I'm very grateful that Cole asked us to talk about it. Yeah, I hope we did it well. Hopefully somebody (laughs) out there got something from it. Hopefully. That's all we can hope for. (laughs) Also, I would challenge... Cole, you know, and anyone out there that is maybe of that age to discuss with their parents, yeah, and and any also any parents out there listening, I, I don't know what your home situation is like, but if it's a, if it's a good situation where you think you can, please do.
1: The best thing my parents ever did was create an open household where yeah. we could come to them. And talk to them about anything. Yeah. And it wasn't hostile. Yeah. It was straight out of curiosity. Yeah. And we knew we could go get factual information. So if you're a parent, point. like open up that door. yeah, Allow that conversation to happen. Allow them to ask questions. And allow them to, to learn and learn together. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with being like, I don't know that answer. Let's go ahead and Google it. Yeah. Or let's go ahead and like talk about that. Like yeah. how does that make you feel? Like there's nothing wrong with it.
0: Yeah, like we said, that takes the curiosity away. Mm-hmm. So then, that's one one less factor in the mix. Yeah. that could potentially harm your child mm-hmm. if they're not curious about it. Then, yeah, you're one step closer to them not being not falling victim to it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's well, all I have. Big pod, big, big pod today. Yeah. that was a lot. There was
0: there was many. We're like four soapbox high right now.
1: We stacked them real tall today. Yeah, we
0: went tall, but important so they
1: needed to be it was a it yeah. was something that like when we got this from cole i feel like we debated even talking about it because it is such a heavy topic and neither one of us wanted yeah. to like not provide inaccurate information but we didn't want to misinform anyone yeah and knowing the age of the listeners of our podcast i just want you guys to know like learning science is cool the coolest it's so cool
0: absolutely The fact that Cole is a 10-year-old kid and whoever wrote that note, I assume, is a young kid. Yeah. And you are writing into a science... You listen... You regularly listen to a science podcast. That is so cool. That is... (laughs) You are the coolest kid ever.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure you are brilliant.
0: Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And what we were talking about, big picture thing, Mm -hmm. that is going to matter so much more in the future than if you smoked a cigarette or, you know got drunk with your friends. Mm-hmm. That's everything. That's so huge.
1: So keep doing the right thing if you're listening to this. Um and if you are someone that is facing addiction, please know that there's help for you, that you can yeah. reach out and that you can get help. There are plenty of sites, there are plenty of people um willing to help, offering to help and want to help you get
0: yeah, back to the right position. You I mean you can Google addiction help and like the top result yeah. is a hotline you can call there's local stuff you know in your local area that you can call join whatever to help and out.
1: if you have an addiction please don't be ashamed yeah the best and biggest thing that you can do is face it start on that very tough road back to getting you back
0: yeah i mean i don't i, I luckily have not ever had to experience this so mm-hmm. i can't speak from experience I'm sure it is the hardest thing you will ever do in your entire life, but it is also probably the most important thing you will ever do in your entire life. Absolutely. So, yes. Okay.
1: With that being said,
0: Yeah. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. (laughs) Uh, If you enjoyed this podcast, please do leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can drop a podcast topic like this one was. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. We're taking ratings, or we're taking uh, suggestions and jokes from there as well. I guess if you want to write us a physical letter, we have that fan mailbox as well. Me too,
1: but I don't know how soon we'll get to it. It'll be yeah.
0: Compared to like the ratings, interviews, and emails, it'll be like a month or two after you wrote it. Yeah. So I wouldn't quite recommend that one. That's okay though. Um, But like, if you like, somebody did the fan art. Yeah, it, they did it digitally, which was cool because we were able to like put it in the video easily. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, if you wanted to draw something physically and send that to us, that's cool too. So super cool. Yeah.
1: All right, guys.
0: All right, science pals.
1: Science pals. It was a heavy episode. But it was. We're
0: glad we got through it. Yes. Yeah.
1: On that note, we will see you guys next week when we're talking about twins.
0: Twins. Twins. Exciting. Woohoo! Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.